Hey guys, welcome to our newest episode. Today, we're going to have a huge topic at our hands that we have to talk about. Now, this certain topic is a sensitive one for many fans out there. However, it needs to be talked about. And believe me, it's not as bad as you might think. Now, the subject is, what went wrong with Sonic? What happened to this blue hedgehog who we all loved and suddenly turned into mediocre games? So, without any further ado, let's begin our newest episode of talking about Sonic the Hedgehog and what went wrong. Ever since Sonic started the 3D era, many people agree that it wasn't perhaps the best transition for the character. Now, Sonic did have some amazing games while in the 3D era. You cannot say that he didn't have that. He did. He had an amazing game with Sonic Adventure 1, which admittedly, it was pretty well made. I mean, who can actually come and say to my face that Sonic Adventure sucked? It didn't. It actually went into a much more mature kind of a story that usually Sonic didn't go to, and it was something new. People didn't expect this kind of game. It was, a, it was actually open world, something that was not common amongst games back then. It had so many secrets, and granted, it was a little bit tough at times to understand what you're supposed to do, but at least it was enjoyable, quite enjoyable. Then they went with Sonic Adventure 2, another story that went way too far into the mature way and just, you know, started to expand the mythology in a huge way. And it was actually not bad. To be honest, everyone enjoyed Sonic Adventure 2. But to be, uh, you know, clear... It was not something that you can say that it certainly 100% surpassed Sonic Adventure 1. It was more like a really, really good game, but mainly because of the very different themes going on, it was something that you might say that not exactly the same thing as Sonic Adventure 1. Then we had Sonic Heroes, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, games that came out that tried to write off the popularity of Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Then came Shadow the Hedgehog. <clears throat> now granted, Shadow the Hedgehog was not the best game in the Sonic um, library of huge games, but still, it was not that bad either. Perhaps the biggest problem was that Shadow actually shot his enemies, which was weird. I mean, seeing Sonic do that was really weird. Now, was this the right move or the worst move? You can't say that it was a bad move or a good one because it's very much subjective. But to the pure fans, this was not okay. This was something that went into the taboo area. So, yes, I you know, understand people when they come out and say that, well, this is not what we wanted. This is way too hardcore, way too mature. This is not the Sonic and Shadow that we know. Okay, I accept that, but maybe we were too harsh on them? We could have given this game a shot. Like, I agree it was not supposed to be this dark, but, well, something could have been better. And then, <laughs> well, many, many other games came that just flooded the market. Before even Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 reboot came, 
I think that Sonic was in a good place. It certainly had a lot of games, so many games that you could lose the count. And you would think to yourself, okay, what the hell? Why are there so many games here? But when it came to Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, this was not something that you could attribute it to the 3D world and say that, well, this was 3D's world. No, Sonic already transitioned into the 3D. While we might say that maybe it wasn't top-tier games anymore, the problem was that at this point, the games were trying out many, many ideas to see what stuck. Sonic Heroes actually had a really good idea, especially with Neo Metal Sonic. In fact, I expected them to return this character, to make him even more powerful, to be an actual threat aside from Eggman. The gameplay-wise, Many people say that, well, it wasn't too different between the teams. Sure, you're right, but at least it was fun. That's what matters most. Yeah, maybe it wasn't that different, significantly different, but it had differences. And it was really cool. You cannot say that you didn't enjoy the fight, the final boss fight, or even the soundtrack of it. How can you even say that? So Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 came and the game, oof, was awful. Now, many people to this day blame Sega and say it was their fault. But is it really Sega's fault? Is this where Sonic started to go south? I'll say that no. This is not the place that Sonic started to go south. It certainly is a turning point to, you know, just go way south. But when you think about it, this is not the only place that Sonic started to go down. Sonic Heroes, even though it wasn't perfect, it was the first step. It was a new idea. Sega thought that, well, people like this kind of ideas, so let's continue them. It was their fault. They thought to themselves that if they like it, let's try more and more ideas. Then we had Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow, again, was a game that truly disappointed people. It had some good ideas, but the gun part for Sonic? No. Please no. I mean, no matter how fun or... Different it, it was, it's still not a good idea. As you can see, there were many different games. Many games were made even for Game Boy Advance. And those games were terrible. They didn't even have a good gameplay. To this day, I can't finish any of them. Then we had PSP games. And all of this led to seeing a huge library of games. So before we blame Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, think about this. Sega is more to blame than basically anyone else. Most of the time you see Nintendo creating... Alright, let's say that for example they create two big Mario games. And the rest can be spin-offs. But they work their asses off for it. They use many great ideas and they actually, you know, spend time. You don't see a Mario game, a major Mario game being released every year or at least multiples of them. Even if there are multiple of them available, it's not the way that you think. It's not like, you know, that they were in development for only one year. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 came in the worst possible way. It was not ready. This game was an absolute trash. This game did not have a good story. It did not have um, good gameplay. It was buggy as hell, by the way. And the ideas put into this game, like 
bestiology. I mean, I don't even know if I said it correctly, because I don't know the term, like when a human is with a beast or things like that. Beast 3, Beast 5, whatever it is. It's still not cool. It's not cool to see a girl kiss a hedgehog? Really? What the hell? Sonic and his design for 3D were actually good. The idea for Sonic the Hedgehog was really good. Don't come at me. But I loved that idea. I thought it was a pretty neat idea. Many people compare Sonic to um, Dragon Ball and say that, well, this is Trunks, this is Vegeta. Okay, sure. I can see their comparisons and how similar they are. They are, but not that way, not that much to go out and say that, yes, this is definitely this guy. No, get out of here with that. But the point here is that that idea was really cool. That shadow thing that came, that Solaris, things like that. This was actually, maybe, like I said, not a great story, but the idea behind it was actually good. To see Sonic being killed was actually good. To see this new challenge before all of these guys, it was something that should have been great. Because it was moving into a mature territory just like Sonic Adventure. It could have been called Sonic Adventure 3 even. But the problem was that it went way too far in many places, like being way too realistic for Dr. Eggman and people being there. It's not something that they should have done right off the bat. They should have given us some time to actually adjust to this. Then we had, well, the levels which were really terrible. And I just actually saw somebody fix it after all these years. They posted a video on YouTube. And it just goes to show that Sega didn't care about the game. How can they have not tested this game? Even if they had and they saw these issues, they are to blame because they chose not to fix any of them. They thought to themselves, well, this is good enough. Let's just give it out. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 was a game that should have been a game changer. It should have made things better. But then it opened the floodgates. Sega just panicked and started throwing every single idea to the wall. And that's not good. We saw many, many games coming out of this franchise that made no sense but still were being made. We saw that basically Sega didn't even care about the canon or the logic behind the games anymore. They just made games that were really... Not even half-baked, but quarter-baked. Like, they just put it into the oven and then took it out immediately. I mean, what's wrong with you? The main example, the best example, can definitely be Sonic Unleashed. Werehog? Really? This is... I don't know what to even call this. What the hell is a Werehog? How did they think this was a good idea? So then came Sonic Unleashed, a game that again was really, really badly received, but one part of it was really well received. And that was the fast-paced action when you were playing as Sonic in his normal speedy form. So, Sega, take note. That was the main part that people loved, but they didn't care. Then they came out with Sonic Colors. They came with Sonic and the Black Knight, Sonic and some creepy shit in Middle East. Sonic and Sonic Boom. Holy crap, who, who doesn't remember Sonic Boom and how terrible it was? 
It all just showed that Sega had no idea what to do with the franchise. But then again, Sonic Team didn't care either. As much as we'd like to blame Sega, we must blame Sonic Team as well. If these guys actually cared about their property, they would have stopped Sega in their path and told them that, okay, take, take a little time, be easy, this is not what we want to do. Give us time to actually make a good game. But they didn't protest or anything, they just made them. They were like, okay, screw it, we'll make this, we'll make that. They just threw everything they had at the wall and they didn't even go analyze what worked or what didn't. Most of the time, people said that the fast-paced Sonic action was what they loved. Not everything else. Not anything at all. But they didn't care. <laughs> they just put out games that featured a lot of not Sonic, Sonic not running and, well, a whole lot of bullshit and some really, really small parts of Sonic running. How can you not understand what people are asking you to do? When they're being so clear. But then Sega did something surprising. They came out with Sonic 4. Many people were scared. They were like, wow, what's going on? Are they going to screw this up? Are they going to make it good? Make it to be a good game? But granted, episode 1 was actually a good one. Because it actually utilized the speedy game. Episode 2 was lackluster. Because Sega thought to themselves, well, we have the formula. Just make this again. Dude, why? And then many other games. Of the recent memory, one of the games that probably really, really resonated with the fans was Sonic Mania. And that was actually made by a fan. These fans really loved Sonic to the point that they made a much better port of Sonic, um, Sonic CD for Android and then Sega hired them to actually make the game they worked with Sonic Team and they made Sonic Mania a really beautiful game designed for the fans but again Sega forgot now when we're asking what went wrong we have to say that Sega was trying so many different things and they panicked with Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, things just went down the drain. Everything that they wanted to do, maybe after that, was just destroyed. They just thought to themselves, oh crap, we did terrible. How do we fix this? So then, instead of actually fixing it, they just let that idea, that concept go to waste completely. Not even work on it or mention it ever again. And then what do they do? Instead, they start making different games with so many different ideas to say that, well, our character is so diverse, it can be put into anything. And they didn't even listen to what those games had that people appreciated or liked about it. You can be sure of that, because when you look at some game like Sonic Forces, you can definitely see that this was just an awful game, and they spent no time on it. According to what I heard, they only spent six months making the game. Six months is never enough for a game. How did you guys think it was more than enough? Six months means that you had so many assets that you basically just copied and pasted, put there, and that you were like, okay, we have some things over here, let's, you know, 
off the graphics a little bit, work on them, make some stages, no story, screw it, let's just go with it. Why? This is the problem with Sega, with Sonic Team, and then you have the fan base. The fan base are probably very, very angry all the time. They can't stand this kind of games because, well, you know, they're fans. They want their games to be perfect. Especially when they're talking about Sonic and how he was a huge rival to Mario. Well, they can't stand this and they're no help. To be honest, I think some of these problems can actually stem from the fans. The fans could have, you know, helped a little bit. Like, give them more advice, help them with the ideas... But the fandom is mostly concerned with what they do, like creating different fan fictions, creating new characters for their own, you know, for themselves, and, well, trying to figure out what the canon story is. But the point is, there is no story at this point. There's nothing at this point. There's just many, many different games that, you know, contradict each other left and right, and <laughs> that's what's going on. So to be honest, with the blame, I think most of it goes to Sega for losing their shit at the moment that they shouldn't have. And they made a mess, a huge mess. Then we had Sonic Team, who should have been more careful. They should have actually cared enough to say no to Sega and say that, no, we don't want to make the game this way. Give us more time. Make us, you know, give us enough money to make something different that we want. But they didn't as well. And then you have the fan base. The fan base probably shouldn't take as much blame as those guys. But I don't know. It just seems the fan base could have, you know, done a little bit more. Sonic is a character that does well in speedy environments. It's not a character that you can use in open world that much he's not mario he's not slow he's really fast so it feels really bad when you can't run with the guy this is something that they should remember if they want to move on to the mature category fine with me but keep what makes sonic sonic if you want to make sonic a more serious game not so much that makes people hate him, not so much that, not so less that, you know, people are like, okay, commit to it, why didn't you? But do something. Sonic, if it wants to be different, it should have, like, three different versions. One, the 2D version, which everybody loves. I don't even, I didn't even talk about that, because there is no doubt in anyone's mind that everyone loved Sonic in his 2D world. Then you have Sonic 3D. If you want to do anything with that guy, any kind of story that fits him and these huge characters that you have, like a huge roster of characters that you don't do anything with them, after, you know, Sonic Adventure 2 and Sonic Heroes, nothing has been done with these characters that was substantial, to be honest. So if you want, go with that and then make a different series that is actually more serious, that is different but appeal to everyone. Sonic 2, Sonic 2D, just do a side-scroller. Sonic 3D, do an open world if you want that has exciting and fast-paced levels. And with that other Sonic, do whatever you want. 
because people will be like, okay, we're fine as long as we have these ones. So we're not going to be mad if this one sucks as well. This is what Mario is doing. Mario is using many different ideas. But the problem is Sega doesn't understand what Mario does that works and what they don't. This is a huge topic that I have to talk about in a later episode. But just to say the gist of it, the fact remains that Nintendo knows what Mario does best. What makes Mario Mario. Uses that idea. Uses those data that they have on it. They trickle down on it, introduce a mechanic that fits into that world. And no matter how many times they use the same goddamn story, people will still love it because they enjoy the gameplay so, so very much that they just say to themselves, okay, so Peach is stolen again? Who gives a shit? And even if Nintendo uses new ideas, they still do it in the context of Mario. Unfortunately, Sega doesn't think about that. They just keep making games while destroying the canon story and basically Sonic himself without thinking about what makes Sonic great and how do we incorporate these kinds of mechanics without destroying him. Even Rayman is doing better. Rayman, after returning from the dead, they used what made him great and added some stuff to it that made him even better. So, there are a lot of people we can blame. But to be honest, no matter what we do, nothing's going to change until Sega actually decides to get more serious about this whole situation. And unfortunately for us, they're not serious about it right now. They don't care that much. They think everything is fine and they're doing fine. Maybe Sonic is doing really well in Japan. I don't know. I doubt it. But the rest of the world is not happy with the situation. And I really hope that Sonic does turn around, turn this around and makes it into a much better situation for the fans. I've been a Sonic fan ever since I was a child, like maybe four or five years old. I watched one of my relatives played a game on their computer and I wanted to play it as well and I really resonated with Sonic. I actually didn't like Mario at all. Many people love Mario. My dad even played Mario as a kid. He had this little console, you know, portable console that Nintendo had. He, he actually played Mario. He likes him, but I don't. And Jesus, I don't know what to say. I really hope Sega does their best because this game really matters to a lot of people. A lot of people have memories with Sonic. A lot of people care more about Sonic than they do about Mario. And it's really awful for everyone to see that Sonic is in a terrible state, that Mario is only eons ahead of them. But they have no idea what's going to happen with the franchise. Well, there you have it. This is my analysis and thoughts on what went wrong with Sonic. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, of course, I will be making another episode comparing what worked for Mario and what can work for Sonic because that's a huge topic that we have to talk about. And I'll probably make it soon, maybe, you know, in a few days. So, thank you guys for joining me. 
and I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave your thoughts on Twitter, and thank you for, you know, you keep listening to my podcast. It's, I, I really, really appreciate it, and I hope to see you guys very soon. Thank you guys for joining.